Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In this episode, we welcome back Joey D from our first episode ever. Writer, guitarist, band rep for Chelsea Alley and Abby Clutario. He is the former editor-in-chief of Pulp Magazine and hosts the music podcasts Behind the Song and Behind the Stage. Welcome back to the show, Joey. Hello, thank you for having me again. Wow, so you actually have been one of the most requested to come back. And just, yeah. So you're, you're actually the second most listened to episode ever that I've had um, there thousands of people have listened to it I don't even know thousands of people so maybe you know thousands of people I probably know 50 of them yeah. <laughs> like just listen to it over and over again out yeah. of sheer love for you that was me actually <laughs> just, just you listening. it's just been on loop since <laughs> yep. it came out yep you gotta make money <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um People have been have been really interested in your episode and have been wanting to know what you've been up to. So how have you been since our episode? Like, dang, I think that was pre-pandemic. Yeah, that was that was a uh, maybe months before the pandemic. Not even a year before the. No, pandemic, not even. Right? Yeah, um, was well, same same. Like I went through the pandemic like everyone else, and uh, uh, since that, like before the pandemic, I told myself I'd never get involved into music. I stopped playing guitar. Uh, I stopped writing, uh, but then you know, as soon as the pandemic was over, you know, you, you get a call. Hey, man, can you do this? Can you can you help uh, rep this band and whatever? Which was you know, which became Chelsea Alley, mm. and uh, so yeah, I just the, the all the stuff that I said I'd never do again. I'm, I'm doing it again. <laughs> wow, the pandemic did things to all of us. Yep. Destroyed a lot of resolution. Liars out of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Since this is a ghost story podcast, we mm. are going to go in that direction. Yep. Um, anything creepy happened to you recently? What's been up on that side of things? Well, it's it it's not as creepy as the stories like I told before because before you know just a refresher for everyone like uh, listening in. Uh, before that was the old house. Mm. That was the old house in Bulacan, uh, in Obando, Bulacan. And um, you're back in Bulacan now. We're, I'm back in Bulacan now, but it's a new house. It's a little mm-hmm. further from that the old house. Um, the the new house. I don't know because it maybe because it's new. Mm. Um, I really don't get like bad vibes from mm-hmm. it. Like the old house. Like I, I was saying, good for uh, you though. Yeah, like I was telling you, like uh, during the first time I was here, the old house. It was just really scary mm. to go to it was just heavy it was didn't that have the chicken the life-size chicken yeah, man that's the one the the life-size chicken uh the random shadows crossing the hallway whatever and Mananangal flyover yeah well we assume that's what it was people uh, with pitchforks at your door yeah not pitchforks but well, it was I mean, similar to the scene mm-hmm. yeah they were carrying like a itak yeah, basically, mga oh, itak, mga random two by fours, whatever. Uh, but yeah, and I was afraid to go home to that house. Mm-hmm. Like I would dread. Like I, I enjoyed staying there in the day, mm. but like when the when night would fall, I would dread. Like oh shit, like because you know it's the province, everything goes silent at around eight, nine, mm. 
and and you know be me being involved in music i was always out like right. i'd take a shower at 8 and then get out of the condo by 9 10 sure. stay out all night it was different there so i was always sort of like dreading when night came mm. uh because i was like oh what's going to happen tonight uh what i'm going to what am i going to feel tonight or because it, even if it wasn't me there'd always be stories like mm. um again my mom would say we'd be having dinner and then she'd just point with her fork uh, she, she'd point like from across the she was pointing something across the dining table and then it would move from left to right apparently tinuturo niya yung what was there was a shadow figure that was crossing near the dining table so it was that sort of creepy uh, mm. it happened a lot and um, I don't know if I mentioned before but when we were living there there was a lot of family turmoil like ah. you were always fighting all the time the, the, again there was this negative energy to that house. Right. It's still there. Uh, same landlords. It, it's funny because I think I told the scary story about the landlord, right? Like his, they were sleeping, they were all sleeping in the living room. And Do you then, mean Bantai? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're basically in charge of cleaning the the shit and whatever. And, uh, you know, he'd wake, they'd wake up in the middle of the night, their son, their youngest would be screaming and then mm. they'd see he was literally being dragged across oh the gosh. floor. Oh my gosh, no, I don't think I remember And that. those same kids, they're all grown up now. So <laughs> they, they all got jobs. Uh, one of them is in uh, Saudi or whatever, mm. in the Middle East, he's working. So they actually want to buy that house from us. Oh. Because they've lived there for so long. Wow. You know, there's that sense of ownership. So we were like, yeah, yeah, if you want to buy it. As long ahead, as they man. know what it comes with. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, so yeah, then like when when you know it's amusing to me because again they technically were the people who lived there after us. So, and for them to want to buy it, even knowing what it comes with, I was like, oh wow, these these guys are solid. So yeah, um, there there aren't any negative vibes in the new house now, but mm. there's still a lot of stuff happening there. I mean, really, yeah, um, the the. The funny thing is like when you go to our place, it, it's a village. Mm. It's cement roads, naman. Um, but the houses are really far from each other. Mm. A lot of trees, a lot of, you know, it's the perfect setting for for scary stories. Um, and I usually come home like really late. Mm. I, I come home like what? 3.30 in the morning, 4, sometimes mm. 5. And what would be funny is, you know, you know when you get home, uh, you, you had a long night. Uh, first thing you do, you want to wash your face, you want to, mm. or take a take a shower or whatever. And you know, sometimes what would happen is I'd be showering, and then I'd hear my dad like screaming all over the place. What? And the claim is, of course, you know, I I didn't pay attention to it. Wait, know. so this would be early morning. Early morning, you around three hear or four. your dad screaming, and you, screaming. I remember from your previous stories, like he's a tough guy. Yeah, yeah, he used to. He's a retired U.S. military guy. Mm. And uh, you know he'd 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 be screaming, and uh, the thing is, you know, you're you're just way too tired. You just want to mm. go to sleep. So you know, I wouldn't pay attention to it. Maybe I had a bad dream. Maybe mm. whatever. And our and our rooms are close to each other. Um, my mom and dad they don't lock their door in a month. So you know, if something bad was happening, you know, you could easily just take a peek. Mm-hmm. So I always just thought it was having a bad dream or whatever. Mm. You know, being from the military and whatever. But then in the morning. My mom would my mom would ask me. She was like, "What time did you get home?" And I was like, three thirty four. Mm. And she was like, "Well, your dad's saying that around three thirty and four, there were shadow figures running around him 
running around him. Yeah, like at the bed. There would be a few shadow figures just walking past his bed. And there'd just be this one figure like at the foot of the bed just standing. Like having a stare. And I was like, that's sort of around the time when I was passing through his room. Uh, That was the time I was taking a shower. and Uh, You were passing through the room, their room. I I was passing through the door of their room. Like I, I wasn't inside the room. Was it your shadow? Uh, probably not because um, I don't know. But most probably not because one, he said there were multiple figures. Uh, and two, if I was moving, there wouldn't have been that figure at the foot of the bed. That is true. So, and you know, it. it I'm, I'm not going to try to act all tough. I mean, it scares me. I was like, shit, I was there. Mm. So… I shouldn't have seen those guys. I should have seen those right. figures, right? But the thing is, you know, it happens. It happens pretty often. Uh, once a month, there there'd always be that creepy story and whatever. Uh, but I don't see them, mm. which I guess is a relief for me. I mean, and your mom, who presumably is sleeping beside him. No, no, they they sleep in uh, separate rooms. But mm. again, the the doors, you know, like a join. Yeah, they're they're a join, so they, they can easily check up on each other. Mm. Like whenever my dad screams and whatever, my mom wakes up and then she just checks on him. Like maybe it might be an emergency, mm-hmm. and nothing. It's just she just also assumes the same thing. Oh, had a bad dream, or again mm. he saw something. Mm. And, and does he talk about it? No, yeah. he just tells my mom what he saw. Mm. But he doesn't talk about it. And, uh, and you know, me, I'm, I'm you know, it, it is creepy because that's the time I go home. Mm. So, I'm like, my worst fear is coming up the stairs and then it's there. <laughs> hey. But the thing is, you're way too tired to, like, do anything, like, <laughs> smart. Like, and, you know, you don't really know what to do. If it's yeah. there, it's there. I mean… The fuck do I? It's not like I'm gonna run down the stairs. It's not like I just gotta get to my room. Right. Yeah. So that happens a lot. That happens frequently. But again, it, it wasn't like the old house where we'd all experience something right. or whatever. Here, it's just mostly like I guess it's gravitating toward my dad or whatever. So, what if it was always a your dad thing? Maybe. Or like. Followed from the house. I don't I, know. I was actually wondering if it was like a few of those things, whatever they are, like following us. But again, I don't get that feeling of dread. So I think it's mm. something different. Before it was really dreadful. Mm. Like like uh it was it was almost like paralyzing. Right. Now it's I don't get that feeling. Ah. Uh like the only thing that's happened to me in this new house is, um, it was actually pretty stupid and funny. <laughs> um, I was I usually sleep late mm. when I don't go out. Usually I fall asleep at around two or three. Mm-hmm. So it was this one day, just very random. Um, at three thirty, everything starts shaking, like my bed, every and and I knew it because like I had like a empty bottle of deodorant that fell from my desk. So, you know, it was shaking. Everything was shaking. And then all the dogs outside, you know, the strays, mm. our dog and whatever, they started howling like crazy. Earthquake? That was my first thought. So, like any normal human being living in 2023, I checked Facebook. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, fucking earthquake, whatever. 
And um, but I don't see posts usually. You know. Yeah, like you know, one second after. Like we're all losers now. Like everybody posts. Guys, earthquake. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it doesn't happen. But the thing is, I was just really tired, so I just went back to sleep. Because and I was like, yeah, it's an earthquake. Mm. Earthquakes fucking happen. Right? Mm. And the strangest thing is when I wake up, I immediately check my Facebook. I was like, oh, I want to see who commented. And nobody commented on my my post. Like, hey, Oh, you posted. I posted, yeah. (laughs) That's the only thing I posted. Earthquake. You know. And then I was waiting for it during the morning. I was waiting for people to post. Now, oh, did you feel that? Whatever. Nothing. And then until I tell my mom over lunch, I was like, did you know there was an earthquake this morning? And she was like, no, I didn't feel it. Uh, and I was like, of course you won't, because you know she's asleep. She mm. has very proper sleeping hours. Mm. And then I was like, okay, well, when you watch the news in the evening, uh, let me know. Let me know uh, what's the magnitude, where's mm. uh, whatever. And I remember I went out. Uh, I was having a few drinks with the buddies and whatever. And I even texted her after the because I knew the news was like seven thirty to eight or whatever. I texted her at eight. I was like, oh, so what did the news say? And she was like, nothing. There was no earthquake. The hell was that? Yeah, and um, I got home and I gave it one more shot the next day. I was like, okay, it might be in the newspaper or whatever. Mm. Nothing. And there really was no earthquake. Um, And then a few days after, I was going through Facebook again. As you can tell, I have a (laughs) lot of time. Um, I was going through Facebook again. And then uh, I saw a bunch of my cousins or some of my relatives, they were posting uh, Oh, I know. Uh, Olola, or grandmother. Uh, happy birthday in heaven. Ganyan, ganyan. Oh. So I checked the date and I asked, when was Lola's birthday? Because, you know, I'm an idiot. I don't know when my Lola's birthday was. It was that day. Okay. That was my dead grandmother's birthday. So, so my mom. So my mom immediately said, nah, Oh, that was your Lola, probably reminding you. That was it was her birthday. And I was like, yeah, pero ang lakas ang yugyog na, I know. Well, sabi niya, well, one, you're an idiot. She probably knows you forgot. <laughs> so sabi niya, two, she knows you're afraid of, I know. So hindi na siya nagpakita. Like she didn't right. show herself. She just gave you like a nudge. And and I was like, oh, that makes sense. And to, like to me, to someone who believes in that stuff, it makes total sense. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was finally at peace. Okay, there was no sure. earthquake. Because <laughs> I was really more, I was more worried about the earthquake. I was like, oh shit. Like what are right. the details and whatever. You know, it, it, it trans, almost sort of translates to like your Lola giving you a sermon. Anong klaseng uwi yan, Joey? Tanda-tanda mo na. Yeah, you act like a 16 year old. So, but yeah, that that's the only thing I can remember that that happened in this new house. Um, and that was pretty recent. That was a few months ago. Mm. That was pretty recent. So, but other than that, like I do get chills. But to be honest and to be fair, like uh, when I go home in the middle of the night or like really early, like because, um, you know, our, our, our front door sucks right now. Um, you, you know, the because the key that I have is a duplicate. Mm. It's not the original key. So… It takes a few turns. Like the longest I've taken is like seven full minutes before I could open the door. And you know, you're… you're it's like you're, the dead of the night and you're out that's there. That's like 3.30 in the morning. You know, to my right is our garden, which doesn't have lights. Mm, so a lot of lot of uh, plants and whatever. At my back is just… Voila, it's a it's an empty lot. House nearby is probably all the lights are shut off already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we live in, a, in an area where… Um, 
we get a lot of religious folk in our area and they're not really scared of the dark because, you know, strong faith, whatever, nothing is more powerful than God or whatever. Okay. So, so they don't really turn their, leave their lights on. Okay. Plus it's also a electricity saving thing sure. or whatever. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I deal with. And, you know, I, you know, the hairs on my back stand, I get shivers mm. and whatever. But I also think, I'm also open to the fact that maybe it's just me fucking with myself. <laughs> so, so I'm not also ruling that out because again, it, I'm a scaredy cat. I sleep with the light on. Same. Yeah. Still. So. No you know, shame. Yeah. I mean, it's just electricity, man. <laughs> well, so, so yeah, but um, nothing too crazy. Like I hear crazy stories from, from our neighbors and whatever, like they'd be watching TV mm-hmm. and the, and my sister has crazy, she lives a few blocks down from us. Um, mm-hmm. She has crazy stories too. Like, like, like uh, she lives alone with her dog, uh, so a fairly big house. Mm-hmm. Um, like she'd be watching TV and then, because behind her TV is a big window and don't just see outside there'd be, she never describes it, but all she says is there's a woman outside and then it got progressively worse. So, so, so she'd be watching TV weeks later and then the woman would be like at the door and then weeks later, the woman would, I I think the worst one was she was watching TV and then the figure of a woman like crossed between her and the TV. What? So, So yeah, crazy stuff like that. And then that's why she lives, she, she, she got a dog and, and now she lives with a dog and whatever. So has that um, helped? Uh, it has in a way that uh, there's sort of like an alarm system. Like when okay. they start acting up, it's time to go to bed. Right. So she goes to bed really early. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's stuff like that. Why but, is it always when she's watching TV though? Maybe. I mean, you never know, diba. Plus, you know, you know, it happened to her. So, mm. so I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, the, these are just stories. Mm. So you, you don't know what it is, really. Right. But I guess it's safe to say that there is something weird because it happens so regularly, right? Right. But to them, like to neighbors, like my neighbor, um, middle of the afternoon, two o'clock, he was cleaning his front yard, and then he looks up at the veranda of his house and. Like something, someone solid is standing there, except no head. The fuck? And I was like, really? At two in the afternoon? Really? <laughs> and I was like, and they were... Taas ng sikat ng araw, I assume. Yeah, and, and I was like, wow, these... These these beings, whatever they are, wow, they're they're really getting, I don't know, they're they're pushing the envelope to like <laughs> two in the afternoon, really, and uh, again stories. But you know, I, I when he was telling us the story, I saw the fear in his eye. Yeah, I, I could see how disturbed he was, and I was, of course, of course, the the primary concern is it might be a real person, someone who broke into your house. But how could you explain the person the not having part. a head? Yeah. But I was like, you know, it's two in the afternoon. I even offered to help because I was like, it's two in the fucking afternoon. What What's the worst thing that can happen at two in right. the afternoon? So I even offered to help. We went inside his house. We checked everything. And of course, nothing was Wait, there. Wait, so what happened? Like he saw it, freaked out, ran to the neighbor? He ran to our house, yeah. Mm. And I was like, of course, my reaction is you, you get a baseball bat. It's <laughs> right. probably someone. The headless part, maybe you saw it wrong. Maybe. maybe. Just, you know, there's so many. But, you know, if that's a person, we better kick the shit out of that right. guy, right? But yeah, we, we found nothing. Everything was normal. And, you know, the strangest thing is it only happened one time. Like every now and then when I see my neighbor, I was like, hey, still see that know. headless guy? And, and he was like, no, I never saw it again. And I was like, okay, uh, then all's well that ends well. Passing by? Maybe. Maybe he was just hanging out. Took a breather. 
got tired of all that floating around. <laughs> so yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's always stories. We we still get a lot of stories, but at our house, it, it doesn't really happen. Mm. Which is actually pretty good because I like to stay out. Like, mm. like, you know, when I go out, I go out. Like, I assume that um, when you commute home, you get dropped off at like your village gate and it's like a walk to your house. Pa. Yeah, the funny thing is uh, we're not on ways. We're not on the map. Okay. Uh, so that's how uh, there are very few people inside our, our, our village. Mm. Uh, so what happens is, you know, when I take a grab, they're like, oh, this is the again, they want to drop me off at the gate. Mm. And I was like, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a few extra bucks. Just take me to my house. Mm. And, and you know, it's 50-50. Sometimes they're like, oh, yay, more money. But sometimes they're like, no way. <laughs> I'm going to get lost in there <laughs> yeah. on the way out. And, and, you know, I tell them the same thing. I was like, look, whatever happens, just don't get out of the fucking car. I mean, you'll be it's safe hurt. inside the car. So sometimes they they drop me off. The, the, the braver drivers, they drop me off. And then I give them an extra 50 bucks. But I was like... I'll give you an extra 50 bucks if you wait for me to get inside my house. <laughs> it's a good again, seven the, minutes. Because the, the lock jams. And, and you know, they find it funny. Sure. Yeah, and, and, you know, there's nothing funnier than a big guy with tattoos <laughs> being afraid of the dark, right? But I was like, you know, the, the dude, if you want it, if you want the 50 bucks, take it, man. I mean, uh, and most often they do. They were like, all right. And, and, you know, I could totally tell what they're thinking. This fucking big pansy or whatever. <laughs> what a fairy. But I was like, you know. The it's best. a small price to pay for your mental health. Yeah, dude. So so that happens. Uh, <laughs> it happens pretty hard. It's probably going to happen later when I go home. So mm. I'm probably going to be spending an extra 150 bucks. Uh, but yeah, again, it's a small price to pay. I mean, uh, there's nothing worse. And you know, it's Halloween season. It's, mm, it's October. Fine. <laughs> so, because you know, I, I don't know if I said it before. Like, it's weird. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, it's a it's a morbid fascination. Like, mm. I am very fascinated by it, but at the same time, it terrifies the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, <laughs> welcome to the very reason I do this podcast. I can experience these things at arm's length. Yeah. So that's what it is. I mean, uh, but yeah, good, again, the good news doesn't happen as often. More often than not, I think I'm just fucking with myself. Mm, but that headless thing is pretty Yeah, yeah. Though. Two in the afternoon. I mean, that's, now that's scary because they've come to a point where they don't give a shit at anymore. I was like, oh, God. No time is, uh, <laughs> yeah. no time is safe. No time is safe. Because usually, you know, the daytime gives you that false sense of safety, hmm. security, right? Hey guys, if you have a minute, check out Midnight Melts, the little candle and wax melt thing I've been working on. If you like things that smell amazing and just want to make you happy, check out Midnight Melts over on Instagram, Facebook, Shopee, and TikTok at Midnight Melts MNL or visit our website at www.midnightmeltsmnl.com. Every purchase helps us continue what we do over here at Grimcast and keeps them spooky tales coming. Thank you. So like any other stuff happened to your neighbors? Like is, is that about the extent neighbors, of it? Like your sister? No. Um, I don't know what happened. I remember during the start of the pandemic, uh, the lockdown, when everybody really couldn't leave the house. Mm. Again, uh, the village is big, few houses. I got into this uh, exercise routine. I was yes, walking. I, I was doing 30,000 steps a day. Good for you guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a noble cause. I was just bored out of my mind. <laughs> but um, it's funny because um, I don't know what to call it, though. 
Uh, so I did my daily walks and whatever. And one time, as soon as I got home, uh, I, I think I stayed out extra late. I think it oh, was… Oh, you did it at night? Yeah, yeah. Because I usually start walking at 5. I'm home mm. by 6.30. Bef- just before the sun sets. Mm. Um, that one night, I think I was really like into… Because I, I, I listen to music when I walk. Mm. I was really into this new album of whatever. So, you know, I was taking my time… And uh, when I looked at the watch, it was like, oh shit, it's eight o'clock. Mm. So that's pretty late when you live where mm. I live. Um, so eight o'clock, I go home and then fuck man. And you know, this was during COVID. Mm. Uh, at, during the evening at around 12 or whatever, uh, like I just had rashes all over my body and I couldn't breathe. Mm. So of course my first thought, fuck, I got oh, it. This is it. I got COVID, whatever. And, you know, I'm debating with myself because I got to rush myself to the hospital. Because the like, fever was bad. And the rashes, oh, I was like red all over. Like lagnat like and um, all that. But so the first thing that came to my mind was COVID. The second thing was worse. Um, that, that what, do you, what do you call that fucking sickness you get from mosquitoes? Uh, dengue? Dengue. I thought it was dengue. Cause hence the yeah. I was I was red all over. And it was the middle of the night because my mom was like, you can't go to a hospital. You probably get COVID from a hospital, That's right? That's true. And, and she was like, if it's a fever, if it's a, a flu, you have to self-medicate. So yeah, so yeah I, I spent the next few hours debating, uh, should I go to the hospital or yeah. whatever again? And then it got really bad because when I was trying to sleep it off, I couldn't breathe anymore. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, I got to go to the hospital. So, you know, I called a buddy. Buddy was nice enough to bring me to the hospital, whatever. Mm. And of course, they take the COVID test, whatever. And I stayed at the hospital. Negative, right? For yeah, negative COVID, negative dengue, negative everything. The hell? But you were still like nilalagnat. Yeah, yeah. I was confined for four days and three nights. Oh gosh! And then um, they kept taking tests. Uh, they kept taking the COVID test. They kept taking the dengue test because sometimes you it know like how pops so, up later. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. They were like, oh, the, the virus might be incubating. That's sure. why it wasn't detected, whatever. But I got home and and uh, after a week, uh, the doctor called me from the hospital. It was like, oh, your results are here and everything. So I go there uh, again and then I check the results. Everything's negative. Okay. Anything? So I told the doctor, I was like, uh, so yeah, what, what the fuck happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, is it a mosquito bite? Uh, and he asked, uh, well, well the, he, he was… Smart enough to ask, did you brush up against any leaves or whatever? Like mm. maybe a a variation of poison ivy, mm. maybe something like that. Or were you bitten by a, another insect or did a dog bite you or mm. whatever? And I was like, no, no. If you go to our village, there's nothing there. It's just fucking cows. <laughs> so, and it was like, yeah. So, so you know, they released my results and whatever. And, and he was like, okay, inconclusive then. Jeez. And I was like… The fuck does that mean? And I was like, "You're a doctor. You should know." And and he was like, "Yeah, I should, but I don't." And and then he he said something really funny and amusing at the same time. It was like, "Maybe you take your walks during the afternoon." Huh? Huh? And and I was like, "Okay." And he was like, "Maybe you stepped on something. Maybe you disturbed something." And we're talking about a doctor, man. I like, mean, like, if science can't explain it, yeah, yeah. What yeah. else have you got? So again, I mean, it didn't creep me out. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to jump to conclusions. The doctor wasn't also jumping to conclusions. But he was just like, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. 
And if he was it like, helps, right? Yeah, and he was like, oh, you just told me you live in a village, no people there. It gets really dark. It's pitch black and whatever. No one lives there. So you don't know. You might have crossed something. You might have pissed something off, whatever. Whatever that is, we don't know. Right. And like, I mean, with that particular walk that night, was there anything different about it? Or just that it, you had I just remember it being scared shitless because it was so late. Because, <laughs> you know, in our, it really is pitch black. At that mm. part of the village. And you know what lights your way? Fucking fireflies. Oh my gosh. Well, that's kind of nice, actually. It's nice. Uh, except, you know, you get rashes all over your body and get, you know. But again, yeah, it's it's that. That's how no one's there. Like, it's really empty. I mean, on one hand, it's probably lovely and peaceful and low chances of getting COVID at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But also pretty freaking, like, pretty fucking creepy at night. Like, I... I wouldn't visit you at night. I'm sorry. No, probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't visit me either. That's why I stay holed up in my room all the time when, right. when I'm there. Like I don't go out. Like uh, like I don't walk outside. Mm. So if I have to go out, uh, I, I took the numbers of a few tricycle drivers over there. <laughs> so I ask them to go. You know, again, you know, it's an extra Pasundo. expense. Yeah, the And, you know, they give me their share of stories too. Really? What's the most uh, interesting one though? Uh, the most interesting one was, uh, it's the usual. Uh, they looked in the rear view mirror. Someone was riding at the back. They thought they saw someone riding at the back, whatever. At or, the back of the tricycle? Or like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the back. Uh, uh, there, so behind so, them. Behind them, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but you know, those stories, I, I, I'm not saying that they're not real or they're not great stories. But you know, they're the usual. They're They're sort of like regular stories you'll hear from tricycle drivers or whatever. Or some of them, it just might be as simple as, you know, they're, they're rushing towards my house because uh, it's so dark outside mm. or whatever. But whenever they stop in front of my house, the hair's on their back stand or whatever. Mm. But they never like see anything or whatever. Mm. Plus, we, we feed a lot of strays. Mm. So we're sort of, we feel sort of safe because I think we have like, Eight strays who hmm. like sleep in front of the house, hey. so they they guard the house and whatever because we feed them and whatever. And I was like, you know, as long as the dogs are here, a symbiotic relation. Yeah, if it's a physical thing, well, it's got to worry about eight dogs who are always <laughs> hungry, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it, you, you, I do feel a bit safe now. Okay, I mean, out of curiosity, aside from the rear view stuff, have you heard anything else from the tricycle driver? Just the. Because it's a province again, um, you know, Philippine culture, hmm. you, you hear stories like like from two streets down, there'd be like a pregnant lady and then they would claim uh, they'd hear a tick tick or whatever. Hmm. But again, you're in the province. That could be anything like insects. Uh, like our insects are wild, man. Like it's it's literally the mountains. Yeah. So, but yeah, you'd hear stories like that from, you know, when I do my morning walks, you know, like uh, I... I'd be walking and then I'd come across two dudes talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. May narinig kami na isang gabi. Ganyan. Buntis kasi asawa ni ano. Ganyan, ganyan, ganyan. So Wait. I hear it randomly, but… So the tik-tik is supposed to be the aswang with the pregnant lady, like, angling for the baby, right? I think there's two kinds, right? Uh, the tik-tik, the warning. The, they warn you if there's an aswang nearby. But there's also a… The, the big lizards, you mean? What What are they called? Uh, I think no, you're talking about. I uh, know you're talking about uh, geckos. Uh, 
Basta, people hunted those lizards. They thought the blood could cure whatever sickness, Something like, right? Yeah, yeah. But they, they bite you and they get Toko. stuck. Toko. Yeah. Tik Tik is, uh, I think it's a small bird. From what I remember reading all those mythology, lower mythology books, it's a small bird. And then when you hear it, if it's loud, the swang is still far away. But then as it gets, smaller, as the volume smaller. gets slower and lower, it means the swang is nearby. Really? So that's one version of it. Okay. The other version of it is they call, they think the tik-tik is an actual aswang that makes oh. its presence known. and uh-huh. So there are two versions of it. As you can tell, like I, I read a lot of those books, lower mythology and whatever. That's so funny because like, I mean, sometimes when I go out of town, I do hear the tik-tik. And if it is the actual aswang angling for a pregnant lady, I just, be, just scream out, not pregnant, I'm just fat. I have a belly, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but but the toko, we have a lot of those. We have a lot of those too. So, I mean, again, you know, I'm not saying they're real. I'm not saying they're not. But these are the stories that I hear. I mean, and and it's so funny. It's 2023. I mean, we got internet. We got fiber. We got (laughs) 7-Elevens everywhere. But but the stories are there. Do you have a 7-Eleven in or around your village? It's two trike rides away. Two trike rides away. Yeah, yeah. We don't even have a McDonald's we don't have fast food inside our village. We don't have a Starbucks. I mean, I don't think people have. Well, no. well, some villages do. Yeah. Or I mean, nearby, like uh, in, like in right our, outside in our barangay, we don't have. The only thing we have is Jollibee and Mang Inasal. I don't know why. Which is great. Yeah, but, but sometimes you just really want McDonald's. No, the reason I ask <laughs> is, um, you know how Seven Eleven and like other other convenience stores are becoming like the go to pug pug place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a running joke on um, this webcomic, Skate. I had him as a guest a while back. And now it's like just a running gag on um, on his comics that people make Pug Pug so much that it's just where they hang out. Yeah. And like these, the the, the cashier should get hazard pay. I, I, I love it. Like during the pandemic, I was watching all these ghost channels. And there there apparently are a lot of 7-Eleven stories. Really? Yeah, there, there, there's uh, local, like local Philippine mm-hmm. ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, various stories, and th- that's exactly what I thought. I was like, it's because people keep keep making fucking pug pug dun to Seven Eleven. Yeah, because it's just like it's. So I, I don't know if there are specific rules, but roughly, I think you have to stop, go into a place. And then leave the place, and that is like the completion of pug pug. Yeah, you you can't just like. Drop someone off, stay in the car, and then like zoom off. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't count. My rule is, but I just invented this rule. My rule is fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So, and you know that's enough for one cigarette or or a quick snack, oh. whatever. So that's, but I just made that up in my head, like fifteen minutes. So whenever I come from awake or whatever, I really do go to a Seven yeah. Eleven. Fifteen minutes sufficient. Bug bug. And usually it's because you know you're at the wake. You, you finish your pack of cigarettes. So before you mm. go home, you want to get a, pa- a fresh pack of cigarettes for the next day. Mm. So yeah, 7-Eleven is my default bug bug place then. Wow. They should, you know, maybe do another type of safety training for their cashiers. Exactly. Then, given this development. It's good marketing too. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, and then <laughs> they, there'll be a hit. This Halloween, this like uh, November 1. Yeah, yeah. Um, they say that uh, there are a lot of so stories that I've seen where, you know, that there are like reflective security mirrors yeah. where you, so the cashier can just be at the cash register. What do you call them? Fish eyes? Bang fish eyes. Uh, so yeah. they can see like even the back 
of what's going on and then they see like stuff in it. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Ha, Especially so. during the late hours, remember? Right. Like I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't happen to a business district like Ortigas where there are call centers and whatever. Dude, you'd never know. So, uh, well, yeah. There are a bunch of call center horror stories too. Like there camera are. footage and whatever. Camera like, footage, just stuff happening. And then um, there are lots of ghost stories in call centers for some reason. And specifically like Orti- more Ortigas and Makati yeah. because I guess the buildings are older. They're, they're older. I, I before she passed, uh, you know, I remember my Lola telling me a bunch of ghost stories and whatever. She'd always try to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Maybe but, this is her fault. But she made like a really good point. She was like, "Look, because she believes in whatever. Mm. She believes in the supernatural." She was like, "Look, they were here before we were here, mm. and they had their own little spots. Mm. But the thing is, we're taking their spots, right?" So, of course, they're going to try to move into our spots. They're trying to get their spots back, right? Right. So, so my Lola, I remember we were talking about the Aswang. And she was like, you know, the Aswang, they were all just always in the province. They mm. just minded their own business. But the thing is, we're turning these lots into like malls in the province. Like every province, they're, they're putting up a fucking mall. Mm. So where do they go? They also need a place to go. So they my, just keep getting pushed out and pushed out. Yeah, my Lola said is if they if somebody did that to you, of course you'd want to haunt him, or of course you mm. want to give him a hard time. Yeah, hey, you took my spot, man. my land. <laughs> yeah, Excuse so, you. So I was like, oh, that's a pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's it's a pretty good explanation for for how shit like this happens in Seven Elevens or again in places that you'd think would be safe from. I read something that you know how. Um, Ghosts, where there are these stories that, um, you know, ghosts, they seemingly move through walls or like through through things. And um, I read this thing where they compared the path of uh, a ghost that someone had said they saw in, in the house and compared it with the old floor plan. Okay. And those walls weren't there. Oh, that's and, why they're passing through. The yeah, world. and so at, at that at that point in time where they were alive in that house, their memory, their muscle memory of the house, certain walls didn't exist, but now they do. Yeah. But they don't live in the same space. Yeah, or like plane, plane or whatever. Yeah. So they're still going about their habits and what they're. I don't know. They they remember from when they were alive, yeah. but that's not necessarily what we see now. So I think I just thought that was like, huh. I guess that would make sense. I guess we're all lucky enough that, you know, it, it doesn't, most of the time, it's hallways, it's rooms. Yeah. But I guess we're lucky that very rarely it's the comfort room. Can you imagine taking a shit and then it pops right in front of you? <laughs> I mean. I mean, you're already there. Yeah. I mean, you can't do anything. It's not like you're going to stand up and. And I mean, if you. You further- need at least a minute max to get yourself together. <laughs> And it's going to be gone by after a minute, right? So I mean, on the bright side, if you do shit or pee yourself, no accidents. Yeah, at least you're there. You <laughs> at least up. you're there. Yeah. But I mean, that I think that was the whole, that's that's like a whole genre of horror for in Japan, right? Or yeah. in Asian horror where you know, the grudge, I, I believe yeah. there was like a shampoo scene. Yeah. That's why I have no mirrors in my room and in my... I have my own because you know I'm a bitch. <laughs> I have okay. my own comfort room, so okay. no mirror. Reasonable. Yeah, you know how I comb my hair. How I use my cell phone, <laughs> and I do it during the day. <laughs> in the, if I leave in the evening, I'll comb my hair outside. Well, to be fair, I hate mirrors. 
Yeah. Hair combing hair is a new development for you that yeah. you have hair now. Because I used to not have hair. Yeah, it's easier. Mm. Maybe I should shave it off. Oh, <laughs> we're just getting used to this. But okay, um, yeah, mirrors. I still get the heebie-jeebies around them. Yeah, especially big ones. Like I know it's unreasonable, but it's a thing. Look, if I was a ghost, I'd pass through a mirror because they're cool, right? But like. Yeah, I don't like mirrors. Mm. <laughs> I, I just like, you know, the worst. Um, there For work, we have to go on like visits, like site visits and stuff. And there's a guest house that uh, it, in, this one is, is in the province. So the best place to stay is actually the guest house because it's right beside the site. And in one of the, in all of the rooms, it's like double beds or like um, twin beds. And at the foot of the bed, one bed, at the foot of one bed is a door bad yeah and then at the foot of the other is a dresser with the mirror, with the mirror yeah. those so are the like, worst what do i choose here yeah and so i actually end up putting a towel over the mirror that's what you should do yeah oh is that a thing yeah that's that's what you do when you don't use mirrors the old folks say you just cover it why even because again they're 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 passageways hmm. so they were like don't be afraid of mirrors just buy a cover that's the, also from wisdom from my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, because it's always that mirror in the dresser. That those are the creepy ones, the really creepy ones. Right. And I also don't, you know, w- what was that? You don't sleep with your foot at the, the to the door with the door, especially if it's open, because the devil will grab your foot. Is that a thing? That's what they say. Oh. And you don't sleep in the middle of a room. You can't sleep dead center in a room. Really. Uh, because um, it's an aswang belief. Really? When there's an aswang on the roof, and let's say there's a there's people sleeping in a room. Okay. The one on the left, they smell like chicken droppings. Okay. The one on the right smells like something stupid then, like cow droppings. <laughs> but the one like sleeping in the middle smells of sweet meat. What is this? A Goldilocks situation? Maybe. I just, again, books on lower mythology. Huh. Uh, I, I read those like a fiend during high school. I mean, my main rule is just don't sleep with your hand, your leg, like dangling over the side of the bed. Because someone's going to. You know, it got so bad for me. I was like really creeped out when I lived in a condo in Artigas. <laughs> I just didn't get a bed frame. <laughs> Were you sleeping on a couch or something? Yeah, I, slept, I either slept in the couch in the living room or I got like a mattress, like Japanese style. I was <laughs> just floor. sleeping on the Para floor. Walang ilalim. Yeah, walang ilalim. So if something pops up there… You don't question it. You just move out. Nalang. So <laughs> that's it, it, persistence. That yeah, you deserve it. Again, I'm pretty superstitious, man. Like, a, right? Like, I scare easily. I mean, I still don't go to haunted house. You know, haunted house attractions. And, oh my god, we. I, I don't do it. Yeah. P- PV and I just went through a couple of haunted houses in Universal. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was fun, but while it was happening, it was not fun. Yeah. And you go in there knowing it's fake. Yeah. And it still scares the crap out of you. So that means, you know, it's for some people and it's not for some people. I was really glad that in the in the haunted houses in USJ, they don't touch you, which is great. Yeah, they can't. They're not supposed to. Um, I think in some haunted houses they do. I, I know there's this movement in the States. They like the extreme haunted houses, yeah. the attractions where they actually, they can touch you and they can actually gag. Uh, oh my tire. gosh. 
it, 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 you know, you know, stupid Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Always pushing the envelope. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I know it's a general rule for most attractions. Oh, that's that, great. That, yeah. Sorry, segue. So we had, we learned from the first time we went, we got the fast passes. And every Halloween, apparently, Universal has Halloween specials. So we were like, oh, yay, front of the line, amazing. And I didn't know it was a walkthrough. I thought it was like a ride. Just yeah. like, this right this way. This way. Oh, shoot, maglalakad tayo. Yeah. We're like, fast, fast, front of the line. So I'm like trying to grab PV's arm. And he's like not taking it and he's like pushing me forward. And I'm like, ano ka ba? Uh, and then, I, sorry, I'm going to tell the story in the podcast, PV. I love you. But <laughs> like, he wouldn't move forward. And I was like, I'm not going to move forward. I'm not going to be like the first scare of every like turn. So he turns to the Japanese couple behind us and he goes like, dozo. <laughs> go first please please go ahead uh-huh. and then they look at us like we're insane like a oh, stupid <laughs> and they go in front of us and every jump scare they're like eh. super NR man yeah. and I, just, I don't know if it's this Japanese composure meanwhile I'm like screaming left and right yeah. at one point I remember yelling <laughs> but yeah that was a uh, that was self-inflicted but fun. I mean, again, the, the whole morbid fascination thing. There is that element of fun. Yeah. It, it is there. Especially like like if something happens to you. Like, well, well, when something happens to me, I can't wait for the next day. Because I got to tell my friends all about it. Like, dude, you never guess what happened last night. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So there is the fun element. Uh, but a very small percentage. Maybe like 5%. <laughs> Out of curiosity, did anything ever like happen in the condo in Ortiga? Funnily enough, no. Oh, um, and it, and it's so funny because uh, my condo was across this old building called the Philcom Sen building. Mm. And before I moved in, I was talking to the broker, and the broker was like, "Because uh, I got a I got a weird room. Um, it was it's it's the one room that's a little bigger mm-hmm. than than most of the rooms, mm. and then it it's just right." You could see right across. If you hang out at the veranda, which I always did because I'm a smoker. Mm. Um, the previous tenant was was a foreigner. Mm. And he kept saying that he was seeing like a white figure passing through the… The other uh, building. The other building and whatever. So, you know, it scared the shit out of me. I was like, wow, this is a bad start. I mm. mean, I'm just thinking about renting the place. What a great the, broker to tell you that. I Thanks. Was like, yeah, right. And whatever. So… So I was always sort of anticipating that, you know. And, and you know, I, I would always come home late. Mm. Uh, you know, I'd come home from gigs, 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning. But you know what? Uh, during my entire stay, nothing funny happened. That's great. So, which, which also reinforces the point that, you know, if you're looking for it, you're probably not going to see it. But when you least suspect it, that's when the <sighs> funny shit happens. Like falling in love. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It's like falling in love, but crappy. <laughs> yeah, so. But with the heebie-jeebies. Yep. Okay. Um, has anything happened recently to anyone around you? That any interesting stories you may have heard recently? Disappointingly, no. Yeah. Uh, 
Again, uh, there, there, there's a good vibe to the house. Um, not, not even just the house. Like with friends. Friends. Just- scary stories. Not recently. I think the thing is, um, it's a theory. and You know, it's a drunk theory. Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't want people to take it seriously. <laughs> but okay. I, I was drinking one time, and I was like, "Okay, during the pandemic, no one was out. Everyone was indoors, right? Or whatever." And we didn't get as much of spooky stories mm. as compared to pre-pandemic. Right? Mm. And I think maybe whatever's out there, ghosts or whatnot. They just got sick of us being home all the time. <laughs> they were they were like, okay, fine, you can have the house. <laughs> we'll start staying outside. Oh, yeah. So I guess they were having a field day outside. They were like, oh shit, Nate, we, we got our nature thing back. Uh, whatever. Cause because I know there was an influx of uh again, you know, watching all these YouTube videos. I know there was an influx of a swang stories in the province really? during the pandemic. Really? But again, you know, it, because again, it's the same thing. Like they had free access. They had free raid. The uh, no one was bothering them. It's our world now. Yeah, exactly. So now that things are back to normal, they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta go back to haunting empty buildings." <laughs> 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 Whatever. So, I mean, which, that which is I think true. is a win for me. I mean, hmm. I, I again, I'm terrified of this shit. So, and yet here you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like exercising demons, or oh. facing your fears. Oh, healthy. Yeah. Um. So. With all of the stuff that you told me in the first episode, to more recent experiences, has your view on the on the supernatural on our Mumu friends like changed any? No, no, I I really believe in it. Um, you know, a lot of it is because you know I grew up on that stuff, watching mm. horror movies, listening to stories from my mom, my grandmother, and whatever. And you know what? It, again, it, it's so absurd to think that it's just people. On this planet, it's just, it's so absurd. Mm. I mean, you got to be like really full of yourself to think that right. we're the only people, we're the only things or beings. In the universe. Yeah, I mean, so I believe in it like I really do. And, you know, I still love a fun scare. Like, like as much as I hate it, I think Halloween might be my favorite holiday Yay! Af- after Christmas. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Christmas too. And if you really think about it, like like Christmas is also surrounded in… You know, shit that you don't see. Santa Claus, mm. fucking what, whatever, flying reindeer, whatever. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's just a happier version of Halloween, right? I, I mean, So, yeah, I, I still pretty much believe in it. Like, I'm pretty sure right after we do this podcast, I'm going to get scary stories. Uh, you know, people are going to be, uh, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did a podcast. You know what happened to me? Oh, uh, so, well, then that just means we just have to have you back. Yeah, Again. yeah that's, that's probably it. Hopefully, I'm back telling other people's stories, <laughs> not my stories. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like season 14. Yep. <laughs> but um, you said that you… um. You know, watch a lot of stuff, read a lot of stuff. What kind of like for for people who might be interested to you know get in like for looking for reading or watching material? What kind of stuff um, do you read now or watch? Um, Where do you watch it? I'm still trying to get a copy of those old books I was reading in high school. I think it was oh. Maximo Ramos. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an author and he was like an expert. He he re- he made so many books. Uh, 
the creatures of Philippine lower mythology. I think I have that. Yeah, you, you, I think they reissued it mm. uh, right before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I think I got it from like Mount Cloud, from like Pinoy bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always a fan of that. They they have like online excerpt, excerpts, mm. which which I do, uh, which I read. Um, on YouTube, I, I've, every time I see like top five paranormal stories, <laughs> I click it, man. Uh, scariest, uh, most haunted places in the world. <laughs> so, you know, I, I watch a lot of that stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's both entertainment, uh, partly because I believe in it. And, you know, partly because, you know, I just have time to watch it. Mm. Um, they do, a, there's there's a lot of really great local channels where they do animation. Oh, cute. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, there's stories about Aswang and whatever. Do and, you remember like the names of these channels? I can't. But, you know, just type Aswang Philippines. <laughs> Dude, uh, and you, if you see that the the thumbnail is a cartoon, just click it, man. It's it's really entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I still have all the books I have at home, like the occult books I have. Mm. And, you know, even if I've read it, like I, I have this book. It's really funny. It's so quirky. Uh, it's called Encyclopedia of the Undead. <laughs> so it's all the information you need to know about vampires, werewolves, whatever Cute. you can think of. I, I just bought it at some uh, You know, it was so stupid that I had to have it. And okay. and you know the, it's there like um, and it's complete. It's a guidebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I might have brought it here before. A guidebook to demons, angels, and fallen beings. And you know it's it's so extensive. Like it'll Baru. start. Yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome. It's like okay, this is what it is, and then this is what you do to uh, country of origin and how to fight it. <laughs> so so it's it, you know it, I was like I gotta have this book. That's <laughs> but, awesome. Yeah. So. So I wish we. That's why I was so. I was really, really, really happy when they did Trece on Netflix. Mm, that I was, was so awesome. happy. I was like, oh, finally something I can watch over and over again. Uh, so when they did that, too bad they didn't renew it. Those stupid people. Yeah, um, I mean, all's not lost. It's not like a complete no forever. Hopefully, hopefully. like, but you know, it's it's it. Angeling uh, and like they covered a lot of ground. They did that Tiahanap. They did that, and yeah. you know I was really happy when that came out. I was I still watch it over and over again. Yeah, I was like you know this is well made. So props to us to to the Philippines. We can actually do something that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Okay. So thanks, thanks Joey. Thanks for joining us, taking the time, coming back. The first guest to come back by uh-huh. popular demand. Um, is there anything you want to share with the good people of the internet, the lovely listeners of this podcast? What are you up to these days? Oh, these days. Um, I represent and book for artist, two artists, uh, Abby Clotario, um, uh, opposite sides of the spectrum. Abby Clotario, she's a, she's a really good jazz singer. She's the only, she's the only like representative or ambassador for the Chapman stick. It's this weird instrument. It's like a bass guitar with with a lot of strings and you play it like a piano. Mm. Um, and, you know, she, she's come out with albums. She did the outro theme to Voltis 5. She has original awesome. material. Uh, she's just a great singer. Mm. Uh, and, you know, you, you, basically she… Is she on Spotify? Or she is on Spotify. Abby Clutario. And, um, you know, she does weddings. She does funerals. Um, everything on the yeah, spectrum. Everything music, yeah. So, yeah, you could follow her. I also represent Chelsea Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, opposite side. It's 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 modern metal. They're pretty heavy. Yeah, they're, they're a hard rock band. Um, 
yeah, those those guys, longtime friends of mine, mm. uh, sila, si Ansing and si Chi, mm. uh, basically the surviving members of uh, Slapshot. Mm. And see si JL, he plays with Even, Ariel plays with Arcadia. Um, and uh, our singer, si Marion, he was a compare siya. He's a compare ni our late friend, Jameer. Hmm. So you know, um, so yeah, it's the usual it's gigs. I I I, I, cont- I contribute articles to Pulp PH, uh, the online the the website of Pulp Magazine, and uh, yeah, I just I just write, I write, I read, I eat. <laughs> so not a bad life, my dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a simpleton. Do uh, podcasts like the this every yeah. once in a while. Hopefully I can do podcasts again. I, I like talking to people. I, I mean, I don't like a lot of people, but <laughs> but I like to talk to people I like. Yeah, right. <laughs> so And with your <laughs> with having your own podcast, you can control who you invite. Yes, exactly. That's that's why I wanted my own podcast too. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to I don't want to talk to everyone. Like, okay. Um, where can people reach you if they're interested to maybe talk to you more or like uh, maybe book Abby or Chelsea. Um, yeah, I'm pretty easy to reach. Uh, Facebook, just Joey Dizon. Um, on Instagram, it's Joey Dizon23. Um, I also don't know what the 23 stands for, but I was having a hard time. Like, <laughs> you know, I always wondered. Like, I mean, Joey doesn't strike me as a basketball guy. Is this a Jordan? Yeah, thing? I think I, I. It is a Michael Jordan number, right? Uh, yeah. Like I like. I like that era of basketball, but it wasn't because of Michael Jordan. I just thought of a random number. Mm. So it seemed random. Maybe I was watching Bulls clips before <laughs> before I made it. But yeah, easy to I'm easy to find. Um yeah, on Instagram, Facebook. Are you have you sold out yet and gotten a TikTok? I have an account. Uh, but I don't use, well, I don't upload videos. Yeah, but so the reason I ask is there are so many great short form ghost story videos exactly. on TikTok. It's amazing. That's the only thing, it's that's the only reason line. why I have a TikTok account. Because a, I, 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 I watch those videos. There's too. this guy who I particularly like. He's called, um, his account is called Latinos Against Spooky Shit. And he's just like, you know, like he he frames it as like advice, like, you know, like just get your chancla and like throw some tequila at it and call it a day. Let's all survive to tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you guys are into music and whatever, pulp ph, pulp.ph, or um, if you want to hear good music, Chelsea Alley, Apiclotaria. Awesome. Yay. Thanks, Joey. Thanks for coming no back problem. on. I'm sure people will be like super thrilled. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> this has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antonette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila and find other like-minded weirdos over at facebook.com slash Grimcast, a group for ghosts and ghouls. Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about our other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash bigbabystudios.